Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigSceneDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Hey, everyone. It's Scott from Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast and the Zamboni Time Machine. If you want to create your own podcast, the best option to make that happen is Anchor. If you ever heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, and who doesn't like free? There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your own phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And what's up, hockey fans, and welcome to episode number 73 of Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast. I know, it's been that long. Recording here on April, was it 21st, 2022. I had to think for a second. I I was like, all screwed up. I was like, wow, it really is. Well, you know why? Because we just got a foot of snow. I'm all thrown off. I think it's like February now or something, you know? (laughs) It felt like it. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> oh boy! So, anyways, uh, we have got a, a, a family flavor to this show. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think our guest is trying to log in right now. Um, so, anyways, uh, before I bring our guest in, and before I bring the return, but returner mm-hmm. in, first of all, of course, my trusty sidekick, of, as always, Dave the Safe Warner. How are you? Good. How's it going? Good. How'd the snow treat you? Uh, I didn't even touch it. That's I was good. like, it's going to be warm enough. This stuff is going to melt, or I'm just going to drive over it wherever it lives. An extremely smart decision, my friend. It was. Exactly. I saw yeah. one lady out there. Oh, it was all slush. And I, I thought, you poor woman, what is wrong with you? You know, you, you, and, just, you and 14 people, I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> the same uh, uh, thing. <laughs> and that voice should sound familiar to longtime listeners of Marty's Illegal Stick <laughs> Hockey Podcast because uh, he's been missing in action for a little while. That uh, that shuffleboard table, yeah, yeah. drew him yeah. in, Tough drew thing. him in. It's, it's a, I, you know what? I don't blame him. That's and, a that's yeah. a really hard draw. Uh, I'm not going there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he's back. He's back with us tonight. He is the one. He is the only. My dad. The Gumper, Leo Kinville. How are you? Oh, fantastic, Scott. And last night we split, so. Uh, but I was I couldn't, when you called me and told me that my man, the Drew, is going to be here tonight, you says, come on down. Absolutely. How you doing, my man? Good to see you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> you know, that's a, before we bring him in, though, I just want to ask you real quick. Now, do you guys play teams or are you individual? 
Individual. Oh, all right. Because I thought maybe you were on a team and you'd have like a really cool name picked out. Oh, uh, no, 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 because he's a, he's a Capital fan. I'm a Ranger fan. No, no, no. Let's talk about your shuffleboard. Oh, shuffleboard. Nah, nah. It's but draw. You draw it's cards. Not, it's not like Gumper's Quates or anything? No, 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 no. Okay. I threw some good ones last night. When he said split, all I could think of was old men and splitting their pants and then going, what the hell? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, well, a, that's a visual that I'm not real to forget now. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, make make fun because it has happened before. <laughs> so I'm going to bring our guest in. Our guest is coming to us from Maryland tonight. Uh, he is a former resident of the Mohawk Valley who lives now, of course, in Maryland. He is a Washington Capitals super fan, and he has got one heck of a story to tell us. Oh, and by the way, he's also my cousin and Gumper's nephew, Mr. Andrew Drew Bray. Andy, hey, how are you? Hey, glad to have you, buddy. Greetings, Marty's legal stick from Annapolis, Maryland. <laughs> how you doing, my friend? Good, good. Uh so, interesting story about growing up in the Mohawk Valley and why I'm a Capitals fan now. <laughs> no, here it comes. I think that um, the Mohawk Valley is either the epicenter of the NHL universe or it is the black hole of the <laughs> NHL universe. Because what, within like four and a half, five hours, you have seven proteins, right? Yeah. Sabres, Leafs, Habs, Bees, and then the New York area Metro teams. And I think really Philly up, too. You can't. You couldn't just go to an NHL game on a Tuesday night, it's <laughs> right? Um, and then we had my father, who was a Bruins fan, Leo, the Rangers fan, <laughs> and my great grandmother was a Habs fan. So I think growing up, I was just a huge fan of hockey generally. And we always had minor hockey, right? We had the original Clinton Comets, we had the Utica Mohawks. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So we were able to go to a lot of decent semi-pro hockey, right? Um, but I never really had that hardcore protein. And uh, it wasn't until I moved to Northern Virginia in 95 that all of a sudden the big show was accessible. Like, <laughs> you could go to these games, especially then because the caps were awful. They still are. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> sorry. Here we go already. <laughs> yeah. Drop the gloves. <laughs> That that's how you kind of start that, right? Is that you just start going to games, and they're always on the in the local media, and it was easy to grow into that, especially as once they got Ovechkin and changed the colors back, sure, and you know, leading all the way up to the cup. Like I've been fortunate to have some really really cool Caps experiences since I've been here. Yeah, yeah that's that's pretty you. cool. But you know, like you said, ninety five, so they weren't that terrible for that much longer after that, though, because they were in the Cup final oh. in ninety eight. Yeah, and that was one of the – well, yeah, but – Thanks to only the goalie. The final, they got murdered yeah. by the Wings. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I think any team that went up against the Wings that year was going to get destroyed, so. It was not good. <laughs> um, but then they had a, a decline. They talked about maybe moving the team for a while because, there was, you know, there's no attendance. And that, next thing you know, they're drafting Alex Ovechkin. And, you know, being part of that rise out of the horrible – years all the way up to the cup run was just like it was really cool to be a part of that and a witness to it you know our season tickets were seven rows off the ice right behind the net where the caps shoot twice it was great that's awesome that is awesome now were you uh were they still playing at the cap center when you started with the season ticket there they were yeah okay yeah so you've been a caps fan for 17 years since 1995 yeah god bless you wow i mean as soon as you get you know it's 
it's great that you're a Rangers. Cause I, I'm not even going to mention Scotty's King fandom. <laughs> <laughs> you're a good man. You're hey, a good man. <laughs> I don't want to hear it out of either one of you two. I've got more cups. <laughs> In the past four years. Scott, who? You'll, you'll, but Scott, you'll travel to Buffalo when the Kings come every year. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, and that's that's not an easy drive. You know. No, it's it's not. But I'll tell you that that Buffalo, the the arena is beautiful. It, yeah. oh, it really? really is. And you know what a setup they got out there. That's why I still hope, and I don't want to get sidetracked with the Sabers too much. But I really hope that they are truly turning it around because that that market deserves a good team. Yeah, definitely. Does. Why Why They're, do you not want to get sidetracked? Why is well, <laughs> because I don't why, want you why? to start dropping heavy saber knowledge on us, okay? <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, like that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, really, I mean, I would actually love to go to MSG, but to go to MSG, you got to take out a second mortgage at this point, so. Yeah, yeah I'd like to go to that new Islanders building. I've heard that. Yes, <laughs> the UBS, or, or UBS yeah. Arena, yeah. Uh, Last year, I went to MSG for free, but I don't want to say anything. <laughs> did they win? Yes, they did. You sure? No. <laughs> I can't remember that. That was last year. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's right. I the can't beer remember for breakfast. Yeah, the beer was free, so you're, yeah. you're not going to remember that. That's yeah. Right. Well, it was last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, let me let me ask you this since we're, uh, we're on the, the topic of the caps. Uh-huh. All-time favorites, who you got? I mean, I'm sure Ovechkin's on that list. Yeah, for sure. Um, since Oshie's been with the team, I really appreciate his work ethic a lot. If you and he's really great to watch live because obviously when you see him uh, in a film the game, you know they're following the puck. But if you watch him live, like the way that he skates behind the play, how hard he goes, he finishes every check. Uh, I really admire that a tremendous amount. Um, definitely Alex Ovechkin, um, and to go back a ways, Oli Colsey was always a favorite. Um, I would ha- I one time I had the pleasure and honor of playing around a golf with him and really it, it was phenomenal yeah i give a sign stick over here how'd that come about uh it was a charity auction okay and the capitals were terrible then so they weren't <laughs> having a whole lot of people showing up to these charity auctions <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. talk about getting it on the ground floor huh <laughs> yeah that's cool and now i get bummed because if, when they have those charity auctions now you can't even get a ticket to get in the door there's so many people that want to go sure you know, and uh, yeah, that was a great experience. We went to Oli's Country Club. They had caddies. It was crazy. <laughs> was it like Caddyshack? <laughs> yeah. Well, except the, cat, the caddy goes, well, just hit it there. I'm like, I know where to hit it. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how to. Huh? <laughs> Can I pick it up and throw it there? Oh, no, yeah, you just want to be just to the right of the tree. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't specify which tree, so don't worry. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Oh, boy. So, yeah, so you said you were a, a season ticket holder pretty much right from the, the get-go. Yeah, well, and, well, we, yeah, we were for about 11 years, and that was only in the new building, though. We didn't get them uh, in the old. In the sure. Old so how much for and, and just so, because I, I've always been kind of curious, uh-huh. is the new building a lot further away from where the Cap Center was, or is yes, it in that same general well. area? So the, the Capital One Center is actually right in downtown Washington. Okay. Which makes it so much more convenient because then you don't have to go around the Beltway to the other side. Oh, okay. Mm. Capital One Center. Capital One Center is near where uh, the Commanders play. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You threw me off for a second. I was like, wait a I second. Know, I was gonna, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta, I'm getting older. I forget these things, you know? <laughs> uh, so, uh, 
recent days, you uh, you had a, an article written about you for NHL.com. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, and obviously we're so glad, so glad that mm-hmm. everything turned out good, that you, you beat the cancer. Yeah. It Take was, us into uh, that. Really surprising. Um, uh, male breast cancer is only about 1% of all cancers diagnosed. So it's really rare. And luckily I caught it. I would have caught it even earlier if it weren't for the pandemic, because I would have gone for my regular physical instead of waiting until, you know, we were all vaccinated and everything. Um, and when I was diagnosed, it's, it was, it hit you pretty hard. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, all right. What's, what's, what are the next steps? And uh, throughout that, that battle, you had to do surgery and then ultimately four rounds of chemotherapy, which I just finished up on March 31st. So I'm very excited about that. Excellent. Excellent. And just before I started the chemo, Kinley had bought the caps, did another charity fundraiser uh, <clears throat> caps on cameo where they call and give you a little, little message or whatever. And I think that, I don't think that when you're a 35 year old hockey player that you think you're going to have to write, some, you're going to have to say some kind of inspirational thing to somebody who has cancer. Like, I just don't think that's where their head's at. Right. It's like, happy birthday, Merry Christmas, you know, <laughs> whatever. And um, it was really, really nice. And then uh, later on, Kinley, after, once I was cured, Kinley reached out to Caps, Kinley's my wife, and uh, just thanked them. And it was like, you know what? It was a really nice thing. It was a really great greeting. And the Caps invited us to a game. That's awesome. And so, you know, we show up and the marketing rep meets us right at the door takes us right down to the glass for warmies. And, uh, you know, Katie, had, my daughter, Katie, she's 10. She made a sign uh, for TJ Oshie. And like about halfway through warmups, this dude comes over and is skating directly across the blue line. And he's pointing at me. And so I point back at him and he goes, I know you. I know you. <laughs> and and he, uh, he flips me a puck. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That is great. Yeah, and the caps were really great. They also gave me uh, this is a team signed jersey. Wow. 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 That's nice. I was, wow. I mean, I was shocked. They they really ruled out the red carpet and uh, super great experience. Um, caps won huge, crushed the Flyers that night, 8 2. It's like a party in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it, it was it was a really special experience. And Drew, really, I'm glad you didn't say the Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish he did. That would have been funny. Like, shut up, face. Scott. Shut up. <laughs> well, I'm I'm thinking of this playoff. I'm thinking of this playoff picture here, and I would like to see. I mean, I would like to play the Rangers in the first round. That would be interesting. I don't want the I don't want the Panthers, but I think there's going to be a little shuffling around right now. The Caps are the eighth seed, but they're within. They have some games in hand on the pens. Um, so I think that what you're going to see is uh, some shuffling around of those six, seven, eight seeds. Um, uh, yeah, ones and twos. And then we got another matchup tonight with the Leafs and the Lightning. That's mm. a potential yeah. first-round playoff, and they're playing tonight. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Well, I'll tell you, Andy, we got the uh, we got the video that TJ oh, sent you. you. So oh, if you, you don't mind, we're going to play it right now for everybody who's watching and, and listening. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a really cool video, so check this out. Hey, Drew, TJ Oshie here. Um, just want to reach out and uh, first of all say thank you so much for, for supporting me and the guys. Uh, really, I really appreciate it, our, uh, our fan base in, in D.C. and 
Cavs fans everywhere is, is absolutely unbelievable. Um, more importantly, um, Kenley's told me about, uh, about your fight with cancer and, uh, man, I just, I just wish you all the best. Um, hopefully we, we can, uh, kick the shit out of this thing and, uh, and send it packing. Um, that's basically it, man. Stay positive, um, which I'm, I'm sure you are and, uh, hope you're getting in some good family time and, uh, yeah, hopefully we can get a couple W's for you here soon. And who knows, maybe down the road, uh, the big trophy again. I uh, wish you all the best, man. Uh, keep fighting and uh, go Cats. That is awesome. What a, what a class act, really. <laughs> right? I mean, I mean it, just, it really was. And, you know, he didn't have to come over, you know, during warm-ups. Like, no, you know, not at all. But, but Everybody's screaming for sticks and pucks. And, you know, it, it, and it was just really nice. It really made me feel special. Great. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt. And of course, obviously, he's, he's our Olympic hero too. I mean, yeah. man, the, the guy is just an amazing, amazing on the shootouts. Really. Yeah, yeah. He just passed. He he's now played more games with the Caps than he played with the Blues. You know so, that I was wondering about that. I yeah. was wondering. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Just and passed I, that. And I'll tell you what really speaks volumes is that he must love playing in Washington because if you recall oh. for the expansion draft. He's from Washington State. Yeah. And Everyone he flat out told the Caps, don't put yep. me, I don't want to go there. I mean, that's amazing to not want to go to your home state that's got a brand new team. No, I want to stay 3,000 miles away from him. That's <laughs> yeah, and everyone was talking about him to the crack, and that was the big rumor then. I was terrified. Sure. I mean, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then the Caps did that thing where they gave him a goalie and then took him back. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it was with that expansion draft. I think every general manager in the league was terrified of being made to look bad like they did with Vegas. Yeah. I think that's what it was, to be perfectly and, uh, honest with you. Everybody was just scared. But it was weird how, you know, McPhee with Vegas at the time, he was wheeling and dealing well before the expansion draft. He's trading picks. He's, you know, making deals. Oh, my, I won't touch this guy. I won't touch that guy. And the rumor was with the Kraken that they weren't doing that. No, no, and that's kind of why where they are on the standings, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, probably a little bit to do with it. Just a little. <laughs> but, you know, truthfully, too, I mean, just looking back at that, you can't I don't want to say you can't blame the GMs because I even thought some of those deals were kind of like a panic move type of deal. Yeah. But don't forget, this is the first expansion draft that took place in the salary cap era. Yeah, that's true. Because all the, all the expansion before that happened before the cap. So, yeah. You know, I mean, I think everybody was taking the shit, you know, saying, ah, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, create some cap space for myself. But, man, what they Is gave up. Is really a salary cap? I mean, the Lightning being 20 mil over last year was a little something. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Vegas this year with the, the gymnastics. Of course, the Blackhawks were the one that started all that. Right. If you recall, with Patrick Kane in the 2015 playoffs. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. I don't, honestly, I don't even know why the, the NHL bothers anymore. I really don't at, at this point. I, you know what? There's so much parity in the league. I think it would destroy the parity. Yeah. I, I, think, I think you're going to have teams that would be just giant spenders, you know, and then you have people like Arizona. <laughs> well, they're only going to be playing in front of 3,000 people starting next year anyway. But. I know. I saw the ticket price list today. I didn't know if it was yeah. a list of what they're going to pay you. Did you see that? <laughs> or is that what you have to pay? Jeez, I couldn't believe it when I saw that. Like fourteen thousand dollars for season tickets or something. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Come on! <laughs> and th those tickets are all going to go to ticket brokers, right? Because oh, yeah. the one thing when Kinley and I at the time, we we did attend a Caps game at when it was Jobbing.com 
arena in uh, in Phoenix. And um, the one thing that you'll notice is that there are a billion snowbirds from Canada that go to Arizona. Oh, sure. So who sells tickets to that building is whoever's coming to town. Right. Right. And I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing my team in a 5,400 seat arena. You know? No. I mean, I wouldn't want to pay that money. I would, no, I but I see Arizona every night. But I mean, I, I know it's a little bit warmer down where you're at, but like up here, let's say, you know, middle of February and it's 10 degrees outside. I can, I can imagine wanting to see myself play my, you know, my team playing in an, an arena that's like you said, 5,000 seats. Oh, and it's 80 degrees out too. That kind of helps. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was so weird because it was so hot out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wearing a, wearing a jersey to the game, it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I mean. I see my boy Ovi had uh, got his 50th last night? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Actually. So, you know what? Before we go get into the, the article for NHL.com, I do want to ask you, because we were talking about yeah. this before we went on. Is he going to do it? Is he going to break Gretzky's record? I think he is. Think so? And I think so. And uh, he's had uh, five 50-goal seasons since um, Pierre said that he wasn't going to hit 50 ever again in his career. <laughs> wow. Is that Pierre Maguire? That's probably why he's not on TV anymore. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> consider the source. It's a... Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think he's going to do it. I mean, I think if he had had a really down year this year, that I would be far less confident. I mean, but right now, he's 20 away from 800. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I mean, to get 50 goals this season, I, I'll i be honest with you, I thought yeah. maybe he would get 30, 35. That's kind of where I figured he would fall. Yeah, and if he didn't, I, that's all. That was that kind of my that was kind of my Mendoza line for, is he going to do it? Um, and it was right around thirty five goals. I'm like, if he comes in with twenty two, twenty six goals, I just don't see him doing it. But the things that he has going for him, though, are, he's healthy. He's a horse always. Yeah, yeah. And he's playing eighty games a year. Like he barely takes a day off. And he he's not the greatest stick handler. He doesn't have the hardest shot but he just has this knack for getting the puck in the back of the net. And it comes off. Literally, he shot it off the goalie's back in that foot, in that Flyers game. <laughs> well, he scored from below the goal line. This is ridiculous. Well, I think he could probably put the puck through, literally, the goalie on some nights. That's a... Well, I'll tell you, that, that, that 50th goal last night was a howitzer. He oh, yeah. 101 miles an hour. <laughs> the goalie didn't have a chance. Logan Hawthorne. No, not at all. <laughs> I'll tell you, though, it's always, to me, it's always fun to, to compare eras, even though I almost think it's impossible at, at this point. Really and I will impossible. say this era, more so than any other eras, it's impossible to compare players. Because simply, yeah. my, my reasoning has always been the equipment is so much better now than it was even 20 years ago. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's and no you, joke. But you have to remember, I mean, Gretzky, goalies weren't even using the butterfly style when Gretzky was playing. They were I hate still it. Still stacking pads and yeah. doing tick saves and the whole thing. Like that was just a different time. And the weird part was, is I wonder how Gretz would do now. You know what I mean? I, I wondered less how Obi would have done then, but I still think he would have been a phenomenal goal scorer, and he was as good a passer as he was a goal scorer. And that's not going to change. Right? Yeah, I think Ovechkin would have been okay in Gretzky's era, and I think Gretzky would be okay now still. Simply because Gretzky didn't didn't have one physical attribute that he was the best at, right? right? His best his game was his brain. 
And I don't care what era you're in. With that kind of anticipation that Gretzky had and that ability to, to read the game three, four plays ahead than everybody else, you can't teach that and you can't that there's no way that you can say, Well, he's wearing better skates, that's why he's able to read the game. No, that's yeah. not you know, that's that's not <laughs> it. I, I do you know what would be really interesting though? And I would love to see maybe into like a preseason game, how fun this would be to take a player like Ovechkin and have him use those like heavy Titan sticks that like Gretzky used to use. Oh my god, yeah. Or the skates that they used old, to have, or like like what Gumper when you had those what those Lange, right? The oh Langes. yeah, yeah. Remember those? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Bring those up. I was gonna bring those Langs up. <laughs> this is one of the things. I remember when Leo got those. <laughs> And it was the first polycarbonate boot I had ever seen. And yes. It still had the metal blades on the bottom. Yes. Oh, absolutely. They're Lang Laser 2s. And I, I'm the next year, my folks got me the Lang Laser 2 Juniors. And I could not have been happier. Like, I, have skates, I have skates like Uncle Leo. That's oh, yeah. Now, you have to say that because I, I disagree with you on two things you talked about a minute ago. But, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I don't have my nephew mad at me. Why would you disagree with him on? Well, because I think uh, Gretchen, uh, Ovechkin will not beat Gretzky. Really? And two, I don't think uh, I hate this butterfly goaltending today. I, I like the yep. old stand-up goalie, the, like, uh, oh, what's his name, uh, from Montreal, Dryden. Dryden, I think, was the last stand-up goalie going. Yeah. But the, top, the thing of it is, too, some of these goalies today are so big, they're just yep. amazing. I, I says, but it's not like us. I was a little squirt, but there was, uh, man. I think of Vasilevsky right now. I mean, the guy takes up half the net. He's oh, uh, you know, sure, yeah. I'm but, you know, you. That's, that's the trend with goaltenders now. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's one of the even... things why I think Ovechkin, I, I, Drew, is nothing against your team or Ovechkin because I think he's a hell of a hockey player. But I think sooner or later, it's it's good. It's going to the floor is going to fall out from underneath them. I think it's because they're that's you guys you you got some great hockey players out there, and, and uh, boy, it's hard to say that. But I think Brett's going to keep that record, and that's just my personal opinion. You know, in the, that. That's like, I can't say it on TV, but... Yeah, you can. (laughs) You can say anything. (laughs) But uh, But for for so many years, um, that record looked completely untouchable. Right. Yes. Very true. The conversation, sure. is, is, ...is really interesting to me. I mean, and there's no one close today to Ovechkin. Although, man, Matthews is filling it up. Jeez, I know, right? (laughs) I know. I know. I mean, yeah, there, there's some good goal scores coming up, these young kids. It, it just, I, I will but, say. But these, these, this record right here is going to be looked at for a long, long time. People are going to be watching Ovetkin like uh, they watched uh, the soap operas in the afternoon. You know, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, you know, in this this era, you, you don't have the shadows anymore. Remember back in the day, you always, there was the yep. shadow, right? So a guy like Gretzky or Lemieux or Iserman or Dale Howarchuk. Yep. They had somebody painted to their the side of their their pants because oh, I mean God. it was just, they were following them around constantly. That's true. An or yeah, yeah, right, exactly, exactly. But and in, in the, a lot of that era, they they were playing lane hockey, right? You know, it was the pre-Soviet style where sure, you know, they're now everybody's crossing the ice. Um, Don't so like that either. Less stay-at-home people. Yeah, stay-at-home. No, you're you're absolutely right. You're you're right. And you know the the thing is like with Ovechkin. I mean, everybody says that it was about. You know, if it wasn't for the lockouts, he would have probably yeah, broken it sooner. But I kind of have a different view on that because I think 
I'll tell you what, if Ovechkin mm-hmm. doesn't break Gretzky's right, he's gonna come damn close. I mean Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun It's gonna be, be fun a, it's gonna be right down exactly. to the wire. Exactly. But exactly. I think actually, and this you know, this might not be a, an overly popular opinion, but I think in a weird kind of way that the lockouts have extended his career because of the physical yeah. game that he plays. To have that time off like he did to give his body a chance to recharge and to reset, sure. I think it could have helped him that the and it's not the only reason why he's so productive still to this in this late stage of his career, but I'm sure it helped. Looking up his contract, I can't remember when his contract is up. Uh, he just signed it, so I think it was four or five years, right? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, five years. This is from last the fact that he had his uh, contract right there on the him. screen. You know, that, that's a fan. <laughs> right there. That's, I'm like, oh, yeah. I have his contract right here. Okay. Right. That's amazing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess it's supposed to be up in 2026. So he's got a few more years. Yeah. And let's, you know, if you start doing the math and anticipate, I think that a lot of people anticipated about 30, 35 goals from him this year. Sure. And the fact is he's hit 50 and we still have five games to go. Yeah, exactly. Staggering. And if he has that kind of drop off, even if he goes down to 30, 35 goals, he's going to break it. Yeah. Right. Right, you exactly. Know, by the end of his contract. And, well, but, we can, you know, like your dad said, I could also see it going the other way and having just the bottom fall out. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you never know, know Drew. Almost, that's the thing. You never know. It's yeah, like uh, I mean, it's like my buddy this afternoon, uh, Paulie Tommaso. He's a big Boston Bruins fan. And he says, well, you know, we're, we're all hurt. I said, you're the yeah. only team in the NHL that are hurt? I said, we got a lot of guys all over the net, National yeah. Hockey League that are hurt. Sure. But, uh, you know, if something ever happened to him, I'm just saying, I'm trying to make it look real. That's well, all. No, I think the point is, is especially when players get to that state, late, late stage of their career, if they do get hit with an injury or something like that, it, it obviously takes longer to recover, which yeah, for fortunately sure. Ovi's been able to avoid that for most of his career. And, mm-hmm. which is, mm-hmm. and, he's cha- and he's changed his style quite a bit. He is not quite the physical player he was when he came in the league. Right. I mean, you remember, you could put highlights – reels of just his hits him yeah. destroying people mm-hmm. and he, he still Very has true. i mean yeah. you see it but just not as much as uh not, not as much as he did when he was a kid i mean then that's part of aging too oh know? sure <laughs> <laughs> I, I can vouch for that <laughs> i can vouch for that buddy I, did. I have a hard time getting out of the chair what are you kidding me <laughs> i know right but, you know ovechkin's also really benefited from having nick backstrom feeding him the puck all these years right you know, and having really high octane offenses, you know, even going back to when they had Alex Semin, and you know, now they have these big trained Tom Wilson and John Carlson who fills it up. Yes, so I don't feel like he feels a huge scoring burden. I don't think Ovechkin feels that because other guys can score, right? Mm. But he loves it so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing of it is, Andrew, he's good at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It always amazed me, especially when the Caps are on the power play, just how wide open he is mm-hmm. to take those shots. It just it befuddles the mind. That here, as you know, as an opposing team, you know where he's going to be. It's not like he moves around a lot on the power play. Nope, not at all. He's like, all right, here's my spot. I think he like. I actually think he takes his skate and marks an X in that spot. <laughs> this is where I'm going to stand. Oh, by the way, nobody's going to come within 20 feet of me. So, I don't understand why that is. I mean, I understand that you're, you're down a man. Yeah. But this guy's going to score. Yeah, exactly. Have a good scoring point. If, you're down, do if you're down five yeah. on four, I would just take, okay, say the top corner of the box. You're on Ovechkin. We'll take our chances of four on three. Yeah. 
But the exactly. thing of it is, the you thing know, of it is, watching that, I'll go ahead, Leo. Ovechkin, uh, when he when he's in that little spot that he's in, he has a uh, a precise shot. I mean, he 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 focuses. Oh. He's unbelievable how he can shoot that puck where it, where it's got to go. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. I've seen him put some corner shots in that I would never expected anybody to do, but he does it every time. Yeah, he does. Know, he, like I said, he's not. He's not the most graceful player, but he just finds the back of the net. Yeah. You know, the puck finds him. The one came down yesterday, literally bounced off the backboards, landed in his feet in the crease. You mentioned that the, the Caps power play doesn't really move the puck that much. You know, it's really based on personnel. And after watching that Colorado power play the other night, oh, my God, can they Jeez, I know. Mm. It, 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 it there that is scary. That team is scary good right now. That you know what? Watching the Colorado power play to me is probably the closest comparable as far as like the eighties Oilers or yeah. the old Soviet teams from the seventies and the eighties, the way they oh. move the puck. Yeah, no doubt. And, and they're they're moving guys around constantly and they're moving the puck behind the net, then step into the post, and then just a quick snap across. You know, and the goalie's hugging the post, the close post. So they got somebody camped on the back post, and that guy just – they're getting tap-ins. Right. It's a really quality motion offense. Yeah, it is. It, it truly is. And I'll tell you, I'll, you know what? I, I had to do this because I knew we were going to talk about this, right? So I just got some numbers to compare Gratsky okay. and Ovechkin, okay? So Alex Ovechkin uh-huh. has played 1,272 games, uh, 780 uh-huh. goals, 630 assists for 1,410 points. He has taken 6,054 shots. Wow. He likes to shoot it. Just a little. (laughs) He's got 121 game-winning goals, 285 power play goals, and five shorthanded goals. I thought he would have had much more power play goals, to be honest with you. Yeah. I was really surprised when I looked that up. I was like, yeah. "Hmm." And I mean, that, that, um, the power play stuff seems to be one of those things that came. I mean, it wasn't like he wasn't scoring when he was young on the power play, but I think as he's matured and found that OV office. Right burying himself on that spot that he scored more power play goals later in his career um, when he got the reputation for not moving from that spot. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, speaking of offices, Gretzky had his office behind the net, so I'll give you yeah. his numbers there. So Gretzky in his career played 1,487 games, uh, 894 goals, 1,963 assists, which is oh, absolutely yeah. absurd. That's a record that's no never going to get touched. That. Never. No one's touching that. So for 2,857 points, which is just unreal. Here's the surprising part. He only took 5,088 shots in his entire career. 91 game winners, 204 power play goals, and 73 shorthanded goals. That's because he had all those assists. Instead of shooting it himself, he passed it off. He was a very, very smart player. Like Scotty said, his biggest weapon was using his brain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And it doesn't surprise me that he didn't take as many shots because – Ovi likes to sling it from anywhere, but Gretz had way more shot selection. Yeah, just you know a little. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right. He's like waiting until he can just, he knows it's going in the net, and Ovi's just bombing away. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when he was with the Rangers, he played superb. <laughs> yeah. By the way, by the way, Drew, I, I do want to tell you a little story because you know how I was a big Gretzky fan growing up. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. So all I heard out of Gumper over here 
When I was growing up, Gretzky doesn't check, he doesn't hit, he doesn't play defense, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Then he signs with the Rangers, and then suddenly he was the greatest hockey player ever <laughs> to skate him up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Absolutely. I agree. When we're talking about Gretzky, anything that comes out of his mouth, take with a grain of salt. Uh, definitely. Uh, uh, you know, the other thing is that uh, Gretzky played a ton on the, pen- on the penalty kill. Right. And Obi is never on the kill. You know what? Uh-huh. Glenn Sather started that, honestly. Uh, with the 80s Oilers, because it used to be you know, the best defensive players, of course, would go out for the penalty kill. Yeah. Sather's idea was, well, if I'm pl- if I'm going to be shorthanded, I'm going to put my shooter. best players out there because mm-hmm. it's going to yeah. keep the other team off balance. For sure. Because there's yeah. always yeah. that threat. Boy, if we make that error pass, Gretzky's around or Messi's yeah. around or Paul exactly. Coffey, or yeah. so, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so it, 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 puts, yeah, it puts the other team's power play at a little bit of a disadvantage if you have – your top line out there. <laughs> exactly. And by the way, just so we could do a settle an argument we were talking about earlier, uh, the 73 shorthanded goals are the NHL record, and that was the one you got right a few weeks ago. Okay, all right, all right. I've only got one trivia right, one. <laughs> I, like I said, I'm tied with you now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, I'm not going to get this one right tonight either. So <laughs> no, I don't even See? know what it is, so I... Drew, before we came on here, we were just talking about how we're going to break this tie and break away trivia. And they've agreed that some night they're going to drop the gloves on the show, and it's just going to, it's going to be pay per view material. So, oh yeah, and, and Drew, you remember, you remember Scott, my son? He won't be after I get out of this. Hey, I just wanted to make sure you guys got a good shot of my jersey. This is uh, oh nice, Navy. good man, good man. Yeah, nice. This is um, this is one of our. Um, you know, we sponsor midshipmen at the Naval Academy yes, and, yes. Um, when they get some time. This was uh, one of our uh, former midshipmen that we sponsored. He played on the Navy hockey Standing. That is cool. Yeah, really cool, right? That is really cool. Now, are they, what level are they? Are they uh, division? They're ACHA. Okay. So they're not D1, but the, I, don't, I don't know how much you know about ACHA hockey, but it's pretty high level. Yep. It's probably... It's the last level that teams will go before they go Division One. Okay, so it's like a Division Two. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, right. and um, we have one currently there, um, number twenty-two, Evan Adams, and uh, since moving out to Annapolis and having children, the capital season tickets had to go away. <laughs> they were too expensive. <laughs> it's too far. So, uh, Kinley and the kids and I have been um, uh, Navy season ticket holders now for. Uh, four seven years now, I guess. Wow. We got our, our first mid, and it's a small, it's a small arena, and right there in Annapolis. Last, but it's it's really good hockey. Yeah, you know, they mm-hmm. and they draw a really big crowd. It's fun. That is expensive. That's really yeah. I like I said, I I thought they had a team. I just wasn't sure what level they were. Yeah, the girls' team is D one. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, they went to nationals this year. They're pretty good. Mm. Hmm. Did you know the Coast Guard had a team at one point? I did not know yeah. that. Oh, during World War II. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I remember seeing like an old black and white photo. Yeah. The, <laughs> and I remember thinking the jerseys were super cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm going with Barry Shelley. He says go Air Force. So I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Barry. <laughs> Let's go, Navy. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Uh, well, before we go to commercial break, I just wanted to wrap up with the, the article for NHL.com. Um, so it, the the lady who wrote it, her last name is Bray as well. 
I know. Isn't that funny? I was going to ask you. I'm like, wait a second. Do you have a relative I don't know about? (laughs) I know. That's what I said. I was like, Bray's? And she goes, yeah, I'm from Maryland. I was like, wow. Do you have any family in upstate New York? (laughs) (laughs) No. That's awesome. Florida or something. Your family's around. But it was the funniest thing when I got the email. And Taryn Bray. And I was like. Do I have any? And I, I mean, you know, yeah, my dad has. Yeah, brothers, yeah, brothers, yeah. You like, did have a Karen Bray somewhere. <laughs> Do I have a cousin? Like, I don't even know all my cousin's name on that side. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, she was incredibly pleasant. And you know, here, here's the thing about the article. <clears throat> it really, it really made me feel really good that they wrote it and did the story. But the important part too is that you get the word about about checking yourself for cancer. It's important, mm-hmm. and that sort of gives you a platform to do something like that. Sure. Secondly, it was such a well-written article. Like, I, if it, I love the fact that it was about me, but if it were about somebody else, it was still a really good article. Yeah. It was really well-written. So he gave her a lot of kudos for just her ability to put the story together and, you know, use the quotes and stuff. It was really nice. It was. It was. It was really awesome. And just how cool is that just to be on NHL.com? You know, that's... Oh, man, it was amazing. And so then after the NHL.com article came out... Um, the local NBC uh, Sports Washington <laughs> called, and now they're going to do a story on the story. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Wow. Excellent. It, it's, it's fun. But, you know, again, it just gives you the platform to kind of raise awareness of these things. And, um, you know, if people, you know, want to donate for cancer research, like people get moved to do that kind of stuff. So sure. it's, it's really mm-hmm. nice to have that platform and have it related to my favorite sport, too. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. Anything yeah. else. And my favorite team. It's a dream come true. Absolutely. That's it is it's so cool. It's so cool. But I wouldn't advise on getting cancer just to you know, Well, like, oh, I can I can think I, of better no, ways. Yeah. For not doing that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's a <laughs> If you can avoid that, it's, it's, even the jersey's not worth it. Yeah. Shit yeah. <laughs> yeah. enough of that. Yeah. Speaking of jerseys, did you hear that the uh the Screaming Eagles coming back next season? Yeah, I did hear that. You know, I'm wondering if they're going to do it, you know, cuz they're playing in another stadium series game uh in okay. Bali. Uh, next year against the Canes. So I'm almost wondering if they're going to bring that one back. But, um, and I know all your local listeners will, will know this. Scott Scott and I texted about this yesterday. Those Utica Comet jerseys that have the red writing on them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. The Utica Club team ones. They're gorgeous. Gump tried to drink one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tried. <laughs> you need a big fridge for one of those. Yeah. Then I, you know the best part about it is I ordered two to go. <laughs> You just did a look on his face when he got the bill for that one. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. I didn't understand why it was a Roaring Twenties theme night. Were you? Did you go, Scott? Yeah, I did. It was. Oh, yeah. It was actually really cool. To be honest, I mean, they had like what was it? They had twelve or thirteen of the old Model T cars parked Worked across front. The, the front there at the yeah. Adirondack mm-hmm. Bank Center. That was nice. Oh, cool. Yeah, they had like a twenties theme band. You were supposed to dress up. Did I did. You, there's yeah, a picture. Did. There's a picture floating around. I didn't around. see a picture of that. Well, oh, yeah. then you know what? You should be paying attention to Facebook. Nah. Who who pays attention to Facebook? Come on. <laughs> well, see now you have an incentive to. <laughs> no. There you go. He had the hat, and then he had the mustache, and he, he was driving him oh, crazy. Was dry, yeah, one of those, <laughs> you know, the, the glue. Oh, he had the handlebar uh, mustache. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was oh, driving yeah. crazy. I had oh, to take awesome. it off. Yeah. Oh man, it was terrible. Dressed up for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? I should no. just for him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Would have locked him out. Yeah. Oh boy. But I tell you know what I I would love to see the Cavs bring back those old '80s uniforms. Yeah, I, I can't help it. I just love those. I, I do. Yeah, yeah, the OGs ones. Yeah, that, I mean, and they were in those Screaming Eagles 
when I when I first started um, when I first started attending games, they were wearing the the white one, and then just before they switched to the red jerseys, they went with that black one that had the capital. Yes, on the that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that became their primary home one. But the weird thing about those old jerseys is that remember it said capitals in like a weird font yeah. underneath the screen, yeah. yeah. and like it's weird angle. Yeah, it was such a weird color blue. <laughs> I liked that one that uh, I saw when you in that video when when they gave you uh, the uh, jersey from the from the uh, oh the W one, yeah, yeah. That that's a sharp looking jersey. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that was from a and stadium series game, right? It, well, it closely resembles the Stadium Series one. It's a little bit different, but that was the one that was right here in Annapolis. Oh, right, right. right. That was sharp. That was a short commute. Yeah, absolutely. Well, why don't we do this? Okay, I want to go to Breakaway Trivia because I tailored one just for you. Oh, okay. Just for you, Drew. So All what right. we'll do is we'll do Breakaway Trivia. We'll do a quick commercial break, and then we'll talk about the playoffs that are upcoming, and we got some local memories we got to talk about, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So let's good. let's get to that Breakaway Trivia, shall we? Yeah. Dave's going, uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, breakaway trivia. You know what I want to know? I want to know who holds the Washington Capitals' single-season record for points. The answer when we come back. Visit My Little Falls and stay connected with the latest news, information, and events in the city and the area. Our mission is to generate interest in the community and connect residents in a more meaningful way by facilitating deeper conversations about how these stories will shape the future of the Mohawk Valley. Join thousands of weekly visitors who stay up to date with feature stories, interviews, videos, our event calendar, and print publication, the Mohawk Valley Express. It's about timely local news for the community, keeping citizens informed about important issues, telling about the people who live and work here, and giving locally owned business the opportunity to reach a very targeted audience of locals and tourists alike. It's a whole new form of media-rich content developed specifically for today's mobile lifestyle and listeners. You can download our iOS app in the iTunes store, listen to our country music streaming radio station, or sign up for a weekly newsletter. Stop by today at MyFunFalls.com. You'll be glad you did. <clears throat> you know, Dave, I got to tell you, I got to somehow download that tune because you know what? If, if I was going to start running again or something like that, that music, you did such a great job. I say this every show. I, I can't know. help it. Almost every show. Fantastic. Just, I don't job. think you said it last week. I didn't? No. Oof. Oof. I was depressed. Oof. Hours. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> she don't tell to get her tears. She's got her yeah, tears. Yeah, yeah. God, I'm just coming down. <laughs> Somebody get a mop. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay, so breakaway trivia. I'll give you guys the question one more time. And I already okay. know what Dave's answer is going to be. Okay. What I want to know is who holds the Washington Capitals record for most points in one season? Dave, go ahead and say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say Gretzky. That's stupid. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I don't want to disappoint you. I have no okay. idea. Okay, Gumper. And you never know. Gretzky played for so many teams. He might have been on yeah, the I know, right? I, yeah. no, no, I, I, I know. Wait I knew he wasn't. No, no, I no, didn't no. say what, who did he score the most goals against or the most points against. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. Oh, that, that hurts, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Dale Hunter. Interesting choice. Very interesting. Okay, I'm going to start by saying who it's not. Okay. okay. It's not Alex Ovechkin. It's You're right. Nick Baxter. It's not Peter Bondra. 
who used to fill it up back in the day. Yeah. My guess, and this is just a guess, is it Mike Gartner? Oh, mm. geez, you mentioned that. Close. Close. You guys are I both. I know it's somebody from that era. You were on the right track. Yeah. But it was Dennis Marouk. Oh, I knew it with the black mustache. Yes, the huge puffy mustache. That's what I was trying to pull him out. Now that's a cookie duster. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> I think. <yeah. laughs> I think he was really trying to compete with Lanny McDonald yeah. back then. There are oh, other yeah. names. <laughs> yeah, he had, wow. a, he had 136 points in the 1981-82 season. He scored 60 he goals that, that year. He was, he was contemporaries with Mike Gartner. Yeah. That's I like Mike Gardner. He played for the Rangers, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Hall of Famer. Yeah. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so you guys have got to be happy because your teams are both going into the playoffs. Mine's mm-hmm. just about clinched. But we'll talk about the Eastern Conference. That's right in you guys' wheelhouse. You're right in the same division. Mm-hmm. So tell me, guys, is it going to be the Caps and the Rangers in the first round? Wow. I don't know. Right now, it's Penn's Rangers, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, is the current is the current projected finish? I I I definitely don't want to play Florida. So I don't like I said earlier. I don't want to be an eight. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to play them right no. now. Um, I think actually the Capitals match up, in my opinion, best against the Hurricanes. Wow. Um, I'd like to avoid the Lightning too. The Leafs. I think that series is going to be. If, there, if it ends up being Leafs bolts, Oof. I think whatever team wins that series is out the next round. I think that's going to be a brutal series. That'll be a fun series, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. But it's going to be <clears throat> tough, and it's going to go seven. Yeah, you know? yeah, I can that's, see that happening. That's a tough. That's a tough matchup. Um, I, I, even though, as a Caps fan, it is my sworn duty to hate the Penguins. Uh, that was, oh, absolutely. absolutely! See, we found common ground. Yes, there we, we go. Did. I agree <laughs> with you one hundred percent. Now, there was um, something very satisfying about when the Caps won the Cup in twenty eighteen, going through the Penguins. Like yes. I felt then that they were going to win it because they'd finally shaken that demon of the Pens knocking them out of playoffs so many years in a row. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So I. I I'm not. I don't feel as strongly as intimidated by the Penguins, and the Caps are on a bit of a heater right now. So, uh, that, like I said, those middle seeds are going to shuffle around. I think before before we get there. Yeah, I mean that's it, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, I think and honestly, Drew, I'll tell you, I'm surprised actually the way the Caps have come on at the end of the season. To be perfectly honest yeah, with you. I, I, the way things were kind of looking in February, I was like, oh, boy. It's it's, well, it's a good yeah. thing that the Eastern Conference right now, you have eight really good teams, and you have eight that aren't going to make the play this season. But yeah. I will say, just not to get sidetracked, but I do think starting next season, that Eastern Conference is going to get really, really interesting. Yeah. Because I think sure. Buffalo is going to be better. I think yeah. New Jersey is going to be better. I think Detroit's going to be better. And those teams are all going to have money to spend. Yeah, in the off season, yeah, so it, a lot of money it's it's going to get interesting. Yeah, yeah it's going to be yeah definitely definitely that year is going to be getting older, and then you have kind of what I would call your legacy teams like the Caps. They're getting older. The Pens. They're getting older. So you have these teams that are infused with all this youth and skill, and then and that's how power shifts. You know, right? Teams are up and teams are down. Um, so yeah, I think you're going to see some changes like that next year. I bet the playoff picture is going to look different. 
No, I, I, I think so. I can't quite see what Josh is saying. Oh, Josh? Um, well, he said pens. And then he goes, that's because they had all old pens players. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where'd you see Josh? Yeah, well, Josh, no, it was on the comments right there. Oh, on the comments. Okay. <laughs> on the comments there. We're, we're reading the comments. Yeah. Gumper, it's, it's a new technology kind of thing. They, they, they can send us messages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, on behalf of uh, <laughs> what do you think, Gump? I want to hear your opinion yeah, on this. I, I got to only take care of my nephew here because I'd rather see. I'd rather play the Penguins and the Capitals. I think the Penguins, I, 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 like you said, I, I I never did like the Penguins. <laughs> I've always hated the Penguins, and uh, but I think the Capitals are a much better team than the Penguins. So I'd rather get through the first round, getting getting through Pittsburgh. Before I have to take on the Capitals. I think a lot mm. with the Penguins is going to depend on Tristan Jari, if he's going to be healthy or not. Yeah, well, that's the Capitals' problem, right, is goaltending. Right. Once they got their players back, you know, and like Leo, you mentioned earlier about the injury situation. Yes. Every team goes through it. I mean, the Caps had that really rough spell in February, and they were without Eller, Oshie, um, Backstrom for a bit. Mm. I mean, that's a tough that's a tough thing to make up for. But when those guys got back, they were like, okay, now we're playing. And uh, Kuznetsov looked amazing last night. Like he's playing playoff hockey against the uh, Avs, too, which is good to see because he mm. disappears and goes to laser right. a lot. Right. Um, but I think that you're going to – yeah, I don't know. Th- that middle ground of those seed – that seedings, Boston's been kind of down a little bit lately. You know, they're not playing their best hockey. They got injury problems too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Paulie. Yeah, yeah thanks, Paulie. Paulie Tomaso says that. <laughs> Did you hear me, Paulie? <laughs> oh, God. But I, I, I'm telling you, I think with Florida loading up the way they did at the at the deadline. Even though I will say this, I've never been a firm believer in trading off half your prospects at the trade deadline for Reynolds. I've never been yeah. a big believer in that. And you want to know why? And I've said this on the show a thousand times, and everybody who's been listening is going to go, oh, here he goes again. The trade deadline is so close to the end of the season that if that new player coming in doesn't click with his teammates right off the bat, that's a it almost never works out. Yeah, in 2016, we brought in Shattenkirk. That's right. That's right. You gave up like a first-round pick and a prospect, and right? Yes and, yes, and he was awful. Yeah. Just well, it didn't click. <laughs> You're exactly right. And they gave up a really nice prospect to, to get this rental. And then, he, of course, he didn't sign up. The Caps weren't, weren't going to pay him. Right. Because, you know, you're talking about a guy with a big contract number. And you're talking about what you've traded away is an entry-level deal. Right. 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 So the, the money doesn't make sense either. No, no, it doesn't. But I will say that with Florida, I think they had enough of a core before they made those trades. Yeah. To I, I, Honestly, I'll, I'll tell you something. I think that even if they didn't make any deals at the deadline, I would still say that it, they'd have to be one of the hands-on favorites in the East. Oh, for sure. That team is a monster. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Barkoff running that thing. I mean, psh, that team is a monster this year. And, you know, it's so weird to say that about the Florida Panthers. You know what? It is. <laughs> you know, because they've had this ascension from basically an empty building for so many years. Right. And now all of a sudden now they're 
world beaters. Well, and you know, the thing is, too, it's not like this is a brand new thing. I mean, they've actually had a decent team that's been building for the past couple yeah. of seasons. And that's why I always kind of felt bad for them right until this season. <laughs> because even with a decent team, you know, I mean, because they've had Barkoff for a while. They've had Huberdeau yeah. for a while. They could just never get anybody into that building. And, okay, I, I, I understand that it's it's Miami and hockey is, you know, on the back yeah. back burner. But I was really shocked that that – and I don't think it's going to happen right away, or if, I, if ever at this point. But yeah. I was surprised that the Panthers did not end up in Quebec. Yeah, I, I yeah, me too. That was that – mm-hmm. there was a lot of talk. And didn't they just build build a new arena there? Yeah, it's a and it's an eighteen thousand seat, yeah, NHL ready arena that they built. If you state of the art, and yeah. now their Q, you know, the the Q teams playing there. But wouldn't be wouldn't it be interesting <laughs> if Florida did go to Quebec <laughs> and then Quebec wins the cup that next year? Mm-hmm. Sort of like how the Nordiques went to Colorado and <laughs> exactly, and they won the cup the next year. <laughs> Little karma coming back around. I always felt so bad for Quebec. I really <laughs> did when that happened because here they suffered through years, years to build up all those draft picks and all that young talent. And as soon as it all came to fruition, they left town and lifted the cup. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. I it really is. That was a bad beat. For <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> but is there anybody out of the East that you see that could possibly take the Panthers down? They'd have to really get on a heater. Honestly, could be who comes out if they end up doing the uh, the Lightning Leafs. You know, I said that the, that that team was going to lose. However, there's so much talent in that pool. The problem mm-hmm. with the Leafs is youth, right? They're, they're and not a lot of playoff experience. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't play a particularly physical brand of hockey, but the Lightning certainly does. Sure, you know and. If that if that it does end up being a first round matchup, I think one of those teams could win. But again, if these things shuffle around, I think it's going to depend on matchups. Who I think like, I don't know. I think if it were Tampa and Carolina, I think that game that series goes five, maybe six, and the Lightning comes out of it. Like that could a Lightning team like that could beat them. I hate rooting against the Lightning because all they do is win. Right. You know? Right. That's a, that's it's, a, it's like the New England Patriots used to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no matter what. It used to be. It used to be yeah, is the key yeah, word there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I tell you, too, I out of the West, I, I think it's – and obviously being a Kings fan, I, I want to say, oh, yeah, but I'm a realist, even if they yeah, – you know, That's kind of where I am, too. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm realistic about it. Thing. And I think it's either going to be Calgary or Colorado. And Yeah. Just because Calgary, I will tell you that, you know, people sleep on them, but Calgary plays such a strong all-around game. And that that's a team that is built for playoff hockey. Yeah, for sure. You know, there are teams that are built for the regular season, and then there are teams that are built for the playoffs. I like to call it like the flash and bash, right? Yeah. So it's almost like in golf, right? You, you drive for show, and you putt for dough. Yeah. You know, so I, I really think that if anybody's going to give Colorado a problem, it's going to be the Flames. Yeah. And I think that you're exactly right hitting it on the head. And I think that when the Caps did break through and win the Cup, they changed their style of play from that kind of soft, ticky-tacky and played a lot more physical right. and used the skill. But like I said the other day, that was the first time I had seen a, a full avalanche game. And I was, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not that physical. No. You know? Not at um, all. That game the other night was 
was pretty physical. McDermott went at it pretty well, pretty well with Wilson with some heavy hits. But there are speed demons. Sure there. Which maybe does it work, right? Drive for show, putt for dough. There, yeah, man, there is. You can really sling it. But, <laughs> but playoff games don't, aren't 8-7. No, you know I mean? no, one nothing, two. Exactly, two. Mm-hmm. exactly. Got to be able to, got to be able to play like that. Although Colorado did themselves a huge favor going to get Josh Manson. Yeah, for the, sure. that, that gave them a little bit of that grit that they yeah. were going to need. But yeah, I tell you, and, um, yeah, I, I, guess, I mean, getting people to trade deadline is hit or miss, but for them, it's working out, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, so. absolutely. But I, you know, I mean, wouldn't Colorado, Florida, be such a fun final? It'd be a horse race. Yeah. I mean, they'd be flying up and down the ice. Those games might go 8-7. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Welcome back to the 80s. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome, actually, to be honest with you. Even though you won't see Because, like I said, as soon as the playoffs start, everybody just goes into lockdown mode. And then that's, you know, forget it. Uh, you, uh, you said ticky-tacky, which I, I love that because it reminds me of Mystery Alaska. I don't know if you remember that that yep. scene with Mike Myers in between periods, right? Oh, they play yep. this tippy tappy, blah blah blah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was the, uh, I want to adopt these kids. <laughs> <laughs> but it sort of reminds me of, of when we were growing up. Of course, we grew up in Mohawk, little little Mohawk, right in the middle of Central New York. Um, we had our own outdoor program for a little while. It was started yep. by the man right here, the Gumper, <laughs> and uh, you participated in that. Yeah, I was very fortunate. Uh, I, I I think at that time, uh, my family was living right there on right across uh, street on Center Street, yes. right across the yep. street from right the main. Street. You know, they would flood the park around those trees. There were four <laughs> trees. There, there were times <laughs> when skate around the trees. And your dad did some did a lot of the kind of fundraising that you're doing for the Mohawk Valley Hockey Club now, and raised money and procured equipment. And asked other families and stuff to to donate old sticks or whatever they had, <laughs> and you know you you couldn't they didn't let you play hockey on there normally. I don't know what's right. right. If it, if there whatever. was if the skating rink was open, you couldn't play hockey. Yeah, right. That was and it. Leo, I don't even know what, what year was that. Seventy seven. Oh, good lord! You could I got to go back that it far. Was, it was really early eighties. I wasn't yeah. old enough to play it, it yet. Yeah, it may have been early eighties. But do you remember how wide? the range of kids ages was yes it was it was amazing they, like i had to be i was probably nine or ten i gotta say yeah uh, it was all the way up to like high school kids hey, oh yeah because the, the bridger kid all of them they were there the bet the best memory i have of that whole thing though and i'll never forget this i don't know if you participated in it or not drew i think you did but yep i, I came exactly up, i come over what a what a dozen eggs <laughs> And I'm going to teach these kids how to shoot a soft pass. 30 seconds later, I had no eggs. <laughs> and we had egg yolk all over the ice. It was, I'll tell you, that was the stupidest move I've ever made in my no, life. No, 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 Gumper, you go with hard-boiled on that. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. hard-boiled. So if you ever decided to take the little kids, yeah, no, hard-boiled. I like that. I should, that's what I should have done. I'll tell you what, though. Did you, did you participate me. in that? Yeah, it taught me how to have the soft hands that I have today. Yeah. Well, there you go. See, one of the things that they say about uh, really special hockey players is that you cannot throw them a bad pass because they catch everything. 
Very true. And that's, and that's very important. That is very important, yes. And I, th I think the expression that I've heard used referring to how pros catch hockey pucks is uh, syrupy pancake. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> They're like, it's, like, it's like you're throwing them a – it's like when it's a good player, it's like throwing them a syrupy pancake. <laughs> it just sticks to their stick. Well, I hope they – I wish they would teach that to the, 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 the Utica Comets. Because, <laughs> boy, they're – oh, no, no, they're passing. They're passing is horrible. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, I always – I try to talk, teach, stick to stick. Yep. You know, that's what you want. Because if a guy's skating up the ice and he's moving, you can put that puck right on his stick. He ain't going to break his momentum. Yep. And I see that so much at the odd. And you, and you, and you see it too, Scott. But that's – oh, I get so upset with him for that. But the nights they have that stick to stick passing, boy, they look outstanding. Oh yeah, well, and that's that's the key right there. Yeah. So. But going back to the hockey program, Leo, there was another thing that you did as part of that hockey program, is all these people from all different ages, like I said, from high school all the way down to like ten years old. Leo, you got a bus, and we went to a Utica Mohawks game. As oh a team. yes, I forgot about that. Yes, and that was so special. I think I still have a hockey stick <laughs> pen somewhere that I got. At that game. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, Drew. You know, yeah, and I think as a kid, if and for us, it, it, like playing in New Hartford or Utica, it just wasn't accessible. Sure. No. You know, in those no. days. It seemed like the world was bigger. Those places seemed like a million miles away. The yeah. programs were really expensive. Yes. And it wasn't your dad put together for free. And we just had a blast playing hockey. And yeah. it didn't matter that we weren't in something, that we had to shovel off the ice sometimes. Yeah, yeah, we right. did that too. Oh, yeah, scrape it. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing like, you know, being part of a hockey team like that at a young age and feeling that team spirit um, that you get that camaraderie from going out every Saturday. Yeah. And playing with these guys and then going and doing something like going to a game. I got to tell you, Drew, you guys were special. Special to me. That really it made really my... fun. And you were super special to us because you did it. And at that time, you... I, I, don't, I don't even know if... Scotty, were you even born then? I was I was, <laughs> I was. was little. I, I, was, I wasn't old enough to play yet. Yeah, that's what I so... mean. Your dad did this <clears throat> giant... Made this giant effort for the community. It's selflessly... <laughs> You know, it's not like, I mean, I think his long-term hope was that you're going to grow up and play in it. Oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. You know how I got to participate in that program, Drew? You want to know how I got? Yeah. I got to clean all the helmets afterwards. That's, you know, <laughs> that was my contribution. At least it wasn't, you know? at least it wasn't the dirty socks. Well, I didn't well, throw that part either, so. Yeah, but you, you got to understand, in our house, we would play hockey in the house. Remember? We had that plastic Oh, puck. boy, oh, your geez. mother, I, I swear to God, she was going to kill me. She was going to kill me. And then the one day yeah. I took a shot of him. Two, two shots. I got to tell you about two shots. I, I took a shot of Scott, and he had the chicken pox. And I hit him in the forehead, oh. and he popped onto those pot. Oh, I was oh, a ball. Geez. It's not job. Oh. God, it was terrible. <laughs> And then another you were, shot. You were worried about cuss words, and you're doing I, I, this. Yeah, I, I took a I took a shot, and it hit the VCR. And the puck went right inside the VCR. <laughs> I go, oh, I'm gonna get that out of there. <laughs> oh, that no, that's true. That's true. But we did this constantly. And when we lived on uh, 68 or 65, whatever the hell the, uh, the uh, address was, yeah. when I I took, we had uh, Carrie's. Carrie was just a baby. We we had her uh, uh, playpen. Because it had a net on it. So we made that a goal. We used weevils, remember? Yeah. And I shot the we weevil, and it, and it hit our big picture. 
Oh, no. It out. And it went over, swung over here, got one sconce, went over there and got the other. His mother was so mad. <laughs> she went right down to, down to uh, Wright's. I don't know. It cost me $76 for two new sconces. I'll, I'll never forget that. I just, oh, this is lovely. <laughs> well, keep it up, she says. Yeah, I just up. I don't remember where you put Carrie. I, I, thought we, we, I think we tied her to a chair. I can't yeah, remember. Tied her to a chair. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Father of the year. Yeah, we, no, no. We, we took a sheet and just tied her into the chair. It should be all right. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, boy. But, yeah, that was, that went for, what, two, three yeah. years, I think it did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah we tried. And then and the, but the seems building. like the summer, those, the, the weather got against us terrible. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we had a couple of really warm years, mm-hmm. and then when the skating rink did come back, it wasn't as big, um, and, and then I guess it came back later, uh, after my mom was the village clerk, they did the rink again, but it was like one of those portable rinks. Yeah, so yeah, I remember that. It wasn't yeah. even... You remember they used to bring the giant truck and plow all the snow off, yeah. and the fire department would... I, it. I, just was like, I went to a board meeting and begged for them to sponsor and I had one guy that that bucked yeah. us so bad and I won't mention his name but I boy I, I and he he had a bigger mouth than I did and believe it or not <laughs> I was going to say wait a minute, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> no. but he's the one that to me killed that program and I'll oh. never forget that because I I enjoyed them kids so much and boy yeah, I, it was, I was hoping it was really wonderful yeah. it's such a small town thing you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's like a Norman Rockwell painting. It's well, like it brought it brought back painting. memories for me, Drew, from when I played in Ilian, you know, yeah. in, the, in the 60s. So I love that picture that's always floating around Facebook of the old wooden bo- the wooden boards there. Yeah. That you got, and you're taking your team picture, and there you are down on the front corner. Yeah, yeah. Was that the 1860s? or? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Hold what he's on. doing with his phone if he's gonna throw it or what. No, I'm not gonna throw you it. better duck. <laughs> Actually, no, just stay right where you are. I don't think his aim's that good anymore. There's the picture he's talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> see? I see it. <laughs> but you're right, Andy. I mean that's you know that's cost is everything. And there's the one really it really is. There, and that's the wooden boards he's talking about down there. That's why we're we're trying to that's why we're trying to do what we're doing with the hockey club too. That's just yeah, to provide I mean, some that's, kind that's of why, like when you're selling shirts and stuff, like I'm willing to buy them because I know it's going like I know the cause yeah. it's going to. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Right. And it's important I feel this important connection because of the program that your dad set up to really, you know, financially support you and what you're doing up there as much as I can because I, I love what it's for. Right. It's important to me. And it's important for the next generation of kids, you know? Absolutely. And there's something about that, Drew, I want to tell you right now. I did not I didn't even know you went through that with the cancer. But if there's yeah, any anything anything I can do to help again, if you you know, whatever I can do to help you or the family, please keep me informed so I will do whatever I gotta do. I definitely will, you know, and I, I feel extremely fortunate to have such a supportive uh, family, friends, neighbors, coworkers, so many people just just offered so much help all the time. I mean, yeah, it, it, it was incredibly helpful. Like I, 
I think that one of the things that people don't realize, about, I'm not trying to make this into a cancer podcast. No, <laughs> no, that's, that's right. quite all right. right. Absolutely. Look, we uh, know what cancer is all about. Yeah, one of the things that the battle with cancer is, is like, it's not just the physical part. Like, your brain changes yeah. when somebody tells you that you have cancer. Like, oh, sure. You're, like, it's not a happy feeling. And just that emotional support meant so much, which is why, you know, going back to the original topic, um, the, the Oshi cameo, like, yeah, that was just amazing. nice. It just made me feel good. I watched it like a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Know? And then, you know, having it come full circle and, uh, you know, getting to go to the game. And I was, to be honest, I was kind of hoping that he was going to bring me back after the game, give me a stick or something. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be greedy. <laughs> I don't want to be greedy. And the reason I don't want to be greedy is I was shocked about how generous they were anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Absolutely. So now I'm, I got to get this signed jersey framed, and I'm going to get framed with the puck. Oh, there you go. That's so, excellent. Yes. That'll look sharp. Guys, send me a picture of that when you get it done. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And it has, you know, it has the uh, has the date on it and the teams, and it was really nice. That's yeah. unreal. Absolutely. It's really. Well, I'll tell you. You know, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. <laughs> no, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, we were just talking about the Utica Mohawks. I was going to give you an update on how our Utica Comets are doing. How they doing? Because we finally got uh-huh. that North Division locked down last night. Finally. Finally. It was, yeah. it was starting to get a little hairy there for a little while. Yeah. Barry was wanting to know uh, about the rumors about the name change. Oh, there was there was a rumor going around. That, I saw it, too. That they were going to change the name back to the Utica Devils next season. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I, don't so, like, I don't like it. Of course, and again, rumors, rumors, rumors there. Yeah. But they are, mm-hmm. right? And that actually all started earlier in the season when, uh, when the comments – Trademark the uh, the devil's name. Yes. Well, yeah, that was right in the beginning. So, so yeah. honestly, I think that's more to do maybe with some throwback nights next oh, year. Okay. I, I, I truly mm. think that. Um, yeah, I mean, there wasn't uh, Martin Brodeur back in the building. Recently? He was last Wednesday night. It was yeah, awesome. Bobblehead night and everything. Right? Yeah. He was a bobblehead as far as I'm concerned. No, you're just bitter. Stop. You are bitter, bitter, bitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I sold him and his kids sneakers at the sneaker store when I worked there. And who would have thunk, right? Boy, I, I thought that was the coolest thing. <laughs> Boys, things that come out in this podcast it's, is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's unreal. It, it really is. No, that was a really cool night. He signed the uh, signed the bobblehead box for my daughter. Oh, because he stuck around. He signed for a lot of people, and it was yeah, it, it was it was something else. And it was now, nice because they had like tributes to him throughout the game. Um, also, speaking of the comments, I read an article <laughs> recently about, I can't remember, it was a goalie and it was Malcolm Subban, and they got robbed when they were playing for the No, comments. you're thinking of Thatcher Demko. Yes. Did you hear that story? So it was, Th- it was Thatcher Demko, and he was roomed up with Jordan Subban. Jordan, Jordan yeah, was here yeah, in Utica. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And you know what the amazing part about that is? What's that? They were able to keep that under wraps. I know. I can't if, believe that. If Demko doesn't talk about that on Spitting Chicklets, <laughs> nobody knows about it. No. no. That was insane. That's why everybody's like, look at me. It's like, really? Did he, they was really on, he was on NHL.com tonight. Or NHL.com. <laughs> on, uh, on their TV, NHL. Who? Uh, Demko. He was on there tonight. Oh, was Earlier, he? yes. Oh. I was watching him. That couldn't hear so him. Cool. I was at the bar, but I couldn't hear him. Now we know but, why. But, yeah, right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But no, that it, it was incredible that they were actually able to keep that quiet, 
and yeah. it, it was just completely it, it caught it everybody off guard. Same story. Yeah. Everybody. Like, how the whole thing went down? Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> but then you think about it, like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about good to go. Yeah, yeah. sounds about yeah. right. Oh, yeah, different now. Like, uh, you're in bad shape but, right now. But no, the uh, but the comments they 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 were they've been stumbling here a little bit in April. I yeah. you know, but I, I think that there's a lot of combination of that. I mean, they they've had players get called up to New Jersey for their their look. I mean, we know the Devils aren't going to make the playoffs, but they, obviously they that I'm going to tell you something right now. Don't sleep on the Devils farm system. They're loaded. They really are. Yeah. And and that's and that's what happens when you're when you're not so good for a few years, you get those high draft picks. And next thing you know, they start coming to fruition, right? But I mean, Zetterland's been unbelievable with the Devils this oh, year. I guess so. Well, with the comments, and then you then you just turn yeah. it on with the Devils. Yeah. And that's going to break my daughter's Madison's heart when he goes up to New Jersey <laughs> yeah. full-time next year. Sherry, because Maddie is like the, the Fabian Zetterlund super fan of all time. Mm-hmm. And she's already like, well, Dad, if he if he goes to New Jersey next year, we're moving to New Jersey, right? I'm like, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work that way. It does for her and her yeah. world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're moving. Through the eyes of a 12-year-old. Yeah. You know? I can see him now. He called him Maddie down there. No, she's in New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> she ran away from home, took yeah. the bus, went to, to yeah. New Jersey. Yeah. 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 yeah, Papa, can I borrow fifty bucks? <laughs> that's what, that's always one of the most difficult things about watching AHL level hockey is the good ones always go up. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. It devastates your team. It and does. You your favorites and stuff, and then they're gone. But you can follow in the pros. Right. Yeah. It's also. I mean, but we I can remember, watch the home. Yeah, I mean, I remember when the uh, the Devils were there the first time, and how many New Jersey Devils fans they made locally. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Pro Devils fans because they'd seen the players come through there. Exactly. You know what the really cool part was? Seeing a lot of those guys that came through Utica win that Stanley Cup in '95. Yeah. Because that, that that was amazing. I think that team had like what was it? Ten former Utica mm-hmm. Devils on there. Mm-hmm. It was just yep. incredible. But it, you but root I, for them from afar your whole life. Sure. You know what I mean? It's like, I just don't hate the Devils <laughs> as much as I hate <laughs> yeah. other teams. I'm not too happy with them, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, uh, but I think that the, the comments up here are going to turn it around. Just be, for the simple fact, like I said, you've had Zetterlin up there. Dawes just got sent back today. Greer's Greer's back. They're going to have a Hotuck back. They're going to have Ball back by the playoffs. They're going. The band is getting back together. And I mean, yeah, it'll be a good playoff run then. Yeah, I mean, and I actually I wrote about it on Marty'sIllegalStick.com today for the three observations from the Cleveland game last night. That don't worry, the sky is not falling. They're going to be okay. It's just like I said, this is like Andy. You you hit the nail right on the head. It's life in the AHL. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. don't get too used to things because at any moment, and even like, you know, with a team like New Jersey that's out of it, they still need to field a team for the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like they can. But, but, but not only that, that's every team in the AHL. They're right. all going through that, yeah. not just the Comets. Right. They all are, you know. Right. And even it's like Paulie would is. Playoffs, they want to test those guys out against pro competition. Sure. You know, sure. exactly. See how they're yeah. Absolutely. And you got to be happy for those guys. They get yeah, their chance to. That was what they to, want. Got there for go it. off and yeah. play in the, and to make that NHL money. Yeah, that's the other thing people forget when they're up with the NHL. They're on their NHL contract, yeah. Yeah. as opposed money. to their AHL contract <laughs> where they're making like fifteen percent of what they would. <laughs> 
So they, I can imagine those guys come back down after a few weeks of the NHL. The rest of the team's like, so dinner's on you tonight, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ain't kidding you. <laughs> no, he says, I'll pay the tip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, and now the, the next step is obviously to get the Eastern Conference clinched, which I think they got to win. I think they need three more points, I believe it is. And it's screwy with the AHL this year because of that points percentage. Yeah. You can't just go off the – if oh, it was just points, God. you'd be, oh, okay, yeah, here, 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 no problem. But that points percentage throws everything I, off I because – I hate that with a passion. Well, everybody's playing a different amount of games. <clears throat> so, you know, next season, thank goodness, they're going back to a 72-game schedule for everybody. Balances back out. No yeah. more of this points percentage nonsense, and we go yeah, back to – oh. Because they got, they got uh, Rochester tomorrow night, then they play Rochester in Rochester next, next Friday, Friday. And, then, and then Tuesday, I think, or nope. whatever day it was. So they, they play Providence again. Day after, they're at Rochester. Oh, the Saturday? Oh, yep. okay. I, so, I thought it was Tuesday. So okay. this Friday night's home against Rochester, next Friday night at Rochester, and then the next night at Providence. Okay. So, but it's, it's going to be fun. The, the AHL playoffs are going to be a lot of fun. So yeah. I'm looking very I'm, forward to it. Yeah, there is nothing like being in the building during the playoffs. No, no, not at all. It's a different experience. It, it really it's a, it's is. A step higher. It is. Yeah, it, it really is. It is. It, it's 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 awesome. And you know what? I mean, it's just so glad to see for for like the fans here to be able mm-hmm. to, to yeah. get to experience that again. Because I remember when they made that Calder Cup final run in '15, yes. and yep. just how electric that building was every yeah. single night. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. amazing. And you love it because the whole community is buzzing about the comedy. Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. You know, it's on every news story, uh, in the paper, on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody was so psyched. Now, do they – I know for COVID they were broadcasting games. Are they still doing that? They locally? are. The home games. Oh, yeah. Home games are broadcast on WPNY. But you can get every game on oh, AHL cool. TV. So On the AHL.TV, yeah. right? Yep. So, yeah. but, yeah, they're still doing that for, for home games. Uh, you know, live as it happens, and it's it's cool. You know, I mean, it's it's really yeah. cool. So yeah, my mom will watch a game or two when she's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Anything else on? Exactly. <laughs> but no, and, and by the way, uh, so Riley Walsh turned twenty three today. Did you know that? No. Another one of the the young rising stars for the Comets slash Devils. Uh, at uh, 15? 22. 20, oh, 22, yes, I do like him. <laughs> did, he charge, did he turn 15? What are you talking no, about? No, 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 number, no, number. number. <laughs> I, I forgot, he's 22, yes, I like him. He's Cut his mic. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Uh, <laughs> Drew, you want to close your eyes? Because you yeah. can see there's going to be blood all over yeah. Little Falls here in a minute. <laughs> I'm just gonna we will be dropping the gloves, I'm telling you. <laughs> Uh, you guys drop them every time you get to the car out. There. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's birthday. Yeah, he's he was. Uh, this kid gives a hundred and ten percent. I'm telling. Every time he steps on that ice, boy, oh boy, he skates. He 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 passes. He sets up. He hits. Yeah, like I said, that four checks, back checks. Every, he right. plays the game the way it's supposed those to be played. Those are the played. guys I worry yeah. about, right? I mean, those are the guys I really like. I mean, yes, same here. For the same reason, he's played a full game. Exactly. There you go. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And I'll tell you, and that's why I listed New Jersey as one of those teams you really got to start looking <laughs> out for starting next season. Yeah. I, I know it's coming through. I really believe that they got a, a lot of talent coming. Is, and uh, is PK Subban gone? gone he's gone year? at the end of this season. His contract's up. I thought so. Yeah. So. 
Now, whether they bring him back on a on a much cheaper contract, I don't know. Of course, I'm not. Yeah, you he's, know. Not, he's not going to make what he's making. No, he's not going to be getting a, no nine million dollars a year. Is That's he still with Nashville? No, New Jersey. P.K. Subban's from New Jersey. He's been. Yeah, he's been there. Yeah. Okay. I must have skipped that to source page. <laughs> During the shuffleboard. Yeah. 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 I missed that he one. There just before COVID, I think, right? Yeah. Yep. Just before. Because, yeah, because then it's easier to lose lose guys where, they're, where they ended up. Because yeah. Because right. the shortened season and then the Yeah, the because I think at that particular point, New Jersey was basically just trying to get to the cap floor. Yeah. And Nashville needed to unload that contract, so yeah. they kind of like, well, one hand mm. washes the other here, and yeah. Yeah, I could see. I, I could have seen somebody trying to pick him up at the trade deadline, um, just as an extra body. But he's definitely lost a step. Yeah, yeah. He's mm. not. Let's put it this way: he's not the same player that he was in Montreal. Yeah. Yep. Which, yeah, I mean, it, it happens to everybody as they get older throughout their careers. Obviously, the play drops off. Just. Um, I think it's harder to play defense, though. Oh, there's no doubt. There's <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the one position that takes the – I mean, some would say goalies, but I would say a defenseman. That's the one that really takes a toll on your body. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you see those guys when they're hit. retrieving pucks and taking hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From behind the net or whatever, like, it's brutal. Taking shots. Yeah. Yeah, blocking shots. Boy, that's – Yeah, absolutely. Well, one thing that's been a great innovation – are those um, skate covers that yeah. the defensemen are wearing now? Yes. Do you remember how many broken feet there used to be? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Tons. Like everybody's <clears throat> defenseman had a broken foot at some point. Absolutely. And those boot things, you just never hear about anymore. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, I'll tell oh. you though, that Belleville game last week, <laughs> they had a guy on Belleville. Uh, last name was Bernard Docker. And he, in one power play sequence, the comments were on the power play. He blocked three oh, Alexander Holtz one-timers. Yeah, I'm like, this poor guy. And you could just see he it. Every time he's just kind of getting back, oh, oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing of it is he got up all three times. He looked, yeah, but you know what? He looked like Rocky in Rocky 2 when he just yes, kept getting yeah. up off the <laughs> Unbelievable. I almost expected Mickey, down, down, stay down. <laughs> I was shocked when he kept getting up. Tough kid. He God. did t- three up. You're right. I remember that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right on our end of the ice, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. But, and, and of course, you know, I, I would be remiss if we, um, I probably should have done this earlier in the show, but we were, we were talking. Uh, rest in peace, Mike Bossy. Uh, oh, yeah. Condolences to his family. Just an yeah, awful one loss. Of the great ones. And, yeah, he was. You know, I was having this discussion with another hockey fan. We were talking about those Islander teams, oh. you know, Bob Bourne. And Billy Smith and um, Bobby Nystrom, uh, yeah, and those. I mean, Trottier, Gillies, phenomenal. and then to put Bossy on top of that, yeah. I mean, mm. Bossy, could, you talk about pure goal scorers, yeah. I mean, that's what they had the dynasty. Skater, Drew, yeah, I'm telling you, I fill it up, man. I think if his back would have held up, and if he could have yeah. played 20 years, it might be Mike Bossy's record we're talking about. Ovechkin going after. Mm. Yeah, he was that be. good. Mm. He really yeah, was. I, yeah, yeah, he was. That was really uh, some sad news to get. Um, yeah, you hate you hate to hear. Uh, and again, lost his battle with cancer. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. The earlier, just... you, the earlier you catch it, yes, the better. Did you guys also realize that um, uh, 
one of the Hanson brothers had cancer? Yes, mm. Steve Carlson. Steve, and we were diagnosed at almost the same time. And they came out with a cancer fundraiser t-shirt that says, you know, putting on the foil for rare cancers, right? To fight rare mm -hmm. cancer. And I wore that shirt for every one of my chemotherapy treatments. Nice. Ooh, wow. and, uh, That's cool. Yeah, I had a nice little um, uh, private message conversation with him through Facebook. And I just told him, you know, how inspirational his fight was. And uh, and he reached out and, and came back. He's like, yeah, we got to stick together and and fight this stuff. And I guess he's cancer free now, too. Yeah. So, oh, that's wow. Nice. Absolutely. Really amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. Really is. I call it. I like to call it hockey family. That's right. <laughs> and it, matter, it truly is. The way people support each other, uh, you know, throughout the sport and, and mm -hmm. the kind of community it is. I think it's different than most sports. You know, I think you so. see the way these guys behave off the ice. Like, Well, you got a better camaraderie in hockey because they're out there battling every night. They're beating on each other every night. Yeah. Right. It's, it's not like baseball. It's not like uh, basketball. I, I, I understand there's a, there's a contact in a lot of the sports. Well, lately but, in baseball, there's a lot of contact. Well, yeah, but not like hockey. <laughs> you know, hockey. tackle that guy coming around third. And, <laughs> not like know. hockey. I know, I know. So yeah. these guys, these guys at the end, when, when you know, the game's over and they shake hands, that's one right. of the greatest things about hockey to begin with, yep. when they get through in the playoffs. But they they don't really, they, they don't, you never hear a story where they hate each other. Right. May not like each other, but right. they wouldn't, the, they wouldn't, you know. Uh, oh, on the ice, that's right. That's yep. a different story. Yeah. But, yeah, but so, there, there is a camaraderie in hockey, period. Yeah, and so a uh, personal opinion team that I played for for, I don't know, 15 years now, um, the captain of my team has the no jerk rule, right? It doesn't matter if you can score 100 goals or if you're the greatest goalie in history. If you're not good in the dressing room, he doesn't want yeah. to be on the team. And I've seen mm. us mm. have good players that were not asked to return because yeah. they just yeah. weren't good dressing room dudes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. exactly what you need. Like too, too intense or oh, keeping your statistics in beer. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Got, like, got a little notepad on the bench. You got to be right. a team yeah. player, period. I, 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 yeah. got, I can assist on that. You got to yeah. be a team player. And then get all upset at the scorekeeper when he doesn't get his right. assist. Yeah. Doesn't get <laughs> like it's the assist. end of the world. <laughs> um. Yeah, and so the, and I think that you know there's a lot of that in hockey generally, whether yeah. at, at, at any level. You know what I think? I think too with hockey, and it's at any level, money hasn't infiltrated the game as much. Now, don't get me wrong. There's millionaire players and there's <laughs> that are making plenty of money, but the obscene amounts of money, yeah, yeah, you don't really see it too much. So I think by that, what I mean is like your your top play, paid player on a team is much closer to the bottom paid player in hockey than in and any all other, the other sport. That's right. Yeah. I think there's a lot of truth yeah. to that. That's but, true, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. You know, in baseball, you could have a guy making $35 million as your top player, and then the guy on the bottom is at the league minimum, which is like, I think, Two. a million and a half or something. Oh, is it that high now? Whatever. I mean, yeah. I mean, still, I mean, I could survive on a million and a half. Yeah, <laughs> I could do it. It'd be hard, but I could do it. Yeah, it'd, it'd be really tough. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Is that what but they're it, paying the EMTs now? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He, he kept me so broke when I was when I, I, hell, I had to survive by minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's true though. I mean, that's you know, it, it, and it helps to yep. keep that camaraderie together when there's not that huge of a, a, a differential that giant in the pay scale. Yeah. yeah.
for sure. So yeah. and that's and there's that. So Drew, this has been so much fun. This, oh my god, this Scott, really I, has. I was so excited to do it. I had a blast. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so we much, had, Drew. Good to this see again. you, buddy. And yeah, I, you. I good to see you. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on. It was a really, really fun thing to do. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Uh, two of my favorite family members in the entire world. <laughs> right uh, back at you, pal. Dave. And I got to get down uh, there for a camp game sometime. How come I'm not in yeah. there? He must be talking about David Scott. He's not talking about you, God. David Scott, hell no. Well, would you like me to start referring to you as Uncle Dave? Is that, <laughs> yeah. Would that make you feel better? <laughs> you can do that. I'll be Uncle Dave from now on. Yeah. Uncle Dave the Save. There. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Dave the Save. These guys over here collecting nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're going to be uh, signed up for all the family obligations now. I know, right? Oh, hell no. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> and there might be a few of those. <laughs> no, no, no. Your mouth just might wrote out a check you don't want to cash now. <laughs> this is, this well, is true. Scott, it was just, I really had a blast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for letting me tell my story. No, and, thank you. That's... You know, get get the word out there. And, uh, you know, we'll get... We'll see you guys soon. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Drew, again, if you need anything, let me know. I will. Okay. I will. And like I said, I got to get down there for a Caps-Kings game sometime. and Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a blast. Or if you ever get back up here for a Comets game, we'll get you up for a Comets game. How's that? Uh, do you want me to swing around so you can see the, the, the Caps Museum? Sure. Let's see it. <laughs> so there's the puck collection. Wow. Nice. A life-size Alex Ovechkin. Nice. Uh, my sign goalie stick, and that's an Oli Kolzig down there in the corner with the ticket from his three, 300th win that he autographed. Jeez. Wow. On this side, I have that's Brooks Light cross checking Sidney Crosby. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> Love that picture. <laughs> and, then, and then over here, we got uh, the Young Guns when they were here. And this wow. is a signed Ovi stick. No and kidding. This is the a piece of the net from Ovechkin's 65th goal of the year that he scored 65. Wow. Jeez. Wow. So Man. again, we've had some really wonderful uh, Caps memories. Yes, and, uh, I guess so. I'm, I'm happy to talk about them and share them. So again, thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and well, like I said, you'll have to come back on again sometime too. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Let me know. It's Absolutely. Fun. Will do. But thank you for taking the time time to come down and talk with us. And uh, oh yeah, it's awesome. Like I said, we'll do this again. Awesome. Okay, for sure. All right, buddy. Thank Are you, you so much. Me out? I don't know how this works. So if <laughs> I'm going to close the show out, if you want to hang out, and we'll we'll chat a little bit afterwards. Okay. And sure, yeah, we can do that. All right, because you know what, it's that time of the night, guys, where we're going to close things out. And uh, just want to let you know, you can uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. On you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, of course, always check out martyslegalstick.com. I like to put up daily articles up there about the comments and local hockey, what's going on up here in central New York. Anyways, for Dave the Save Warner, for Leo Gump Kinville, and for Drew Bray, I'm Scott Kinville. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week on Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. 
Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. With every race, every qualifying run, and every pit stop, Tim Coffeen would feel the pressure and excitement. With his own podcast on the Sports History Network called Tim Coffeen Talks IndyCar and Racing History, Tim will share those very same racing emotions and memories with his listeners. Learn, laugh, and enjoy the world of IndyCar racing through the eyes of Tim Coffeen. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.